Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. How out thou? Out that thou art fine. Do you have a favourite Shakespeare play, Manny? Nope. Nope. I don't think no. you've ever gone to Shakespeare, have you? No, I've You never, might have seen, like, the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like much to do about nothing. Oh, yeah, it's your favourite? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I like the comedies. Mm-hmm. What about you? I like Macbeth. Macbeth is the best to do. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's mm. not that I wouldn't. Not your favourite? Do you feel like you have to say that or not? <laughs> Macbeth is no one's favourite, so I don't know why you said. Well, it's my favourite. Okay, What's Macbeth why? about? It's uh, Matt, the king, the mad king. Well, he doesn't go mad until he kills. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, they're very, very close to Hamlet in a way, really, isn't no. it? No. No, not at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. One is tortured by his parents mm. and his decision whether he should act on their behalf or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And someone is about the uh, the power and the ultimate power mm. and killing the king to be able to get it. And he's pussy whipped, really. Mm. Oh, aren't we all? Yeah. Very Shakespearean. Macbeth is not. He sort of like kills, really. He kills a lot of people. There's a lot of death in in Shakespeare. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. There's death in any good story, though, when you think about it. Like Mm. movies and stuff, there's generally someone dies. I think he did. I don't get into that argument of it. Mm. Was it him or Francis Bacon? Yeah. Mm. No. Who cares at this stage? You're not really going to rip that title off him, are you? No, but he's always been a person that I would invite to my dinner party. You know, they always say, who would you invite, Mm. dead or alive? Who are the others? Um, Eminem. Right. Well, that's so, a mix. Well, no, they're exactly the same person. They huh. all changed things uh, so that they would fit it in rhyming. Mm-hmm. So, no, they will get on famously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always said probably like someone like Beyonce, mm-hmm. I think. Do uh, they my, get along, Beyonce and Eminem? Would that be awkward or are they okay? No, I think they're fine. They're okay. Yeah, I don't think they have any feeling mm-hmm. to each other. Um, and then it would be uh, someone from my family tree back in the day. Ah, like a long lost relative, distant yeah, relative. Yeah, like maybe a great, 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 great grandma. There was one called Florence who was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the worst person rumoured to be neighbours with the uh, Ned Kelly family uh, yeah, out yeah, in the yeah. sticks and yeah. he was the blacksmith and all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it would be like a, a family member. Yeah, cool. So they would probably explain what, what, it. What are you serving? Oh, I'm not cooking. No. Nah. The other one would be a chef. Nah. <laughs> oh, no. <nah, laughs> yeah. well, who would you invite? So how many people is that? I've got, I've got like Beyonce. I'm Beyonce, not really sure Shakespeare, Eminem and a family member. They normally member. say five. So I've They've got, got like Eminem, yep. Shakespeare, me, a family member. And Beyonce. I don't know about Beyonce. No. Uh Queen Elizabeth, Adele? like no, no, like uh, like Way Kate back. Blanchett days. What's that? Oh, um, Victoria, Victoria, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. She was yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably her. Mine would be my dad. Yes, mm-hmm. obviously, he's passed away. Um, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because would I they get along well? I don't know. Mm. I actually don't know. I don't they know. I might have a beer. I love my dad politically. Put, yeah. Maybe. My, my dad would always be nice to someone and then once they left, be like, he was a bit of a dickhead, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what my dad was like. Yeah. Um, then who else? I can't, what, I about, what, what about his big sporting great? Oh, Jonathan Thurston for sure. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd want to have dinner with Jonathan Thurston or just go to the pub and knock about. You know, like I know that's getting you picky. Mean, I know what you mean. You'd have invite all these people and then in the room it would just be you and Jonathan. <laughs> no, no, but also to... Dad, I know I haven't seen you for years, but Jonathan is talking here. Uh, he would get it. He would get it. <laughs> He'd get it? He'd get that. He'd get that. He'd get that. <laughs> but then I, because I maybe think too deep into it, I think though when you get your list together, mm. they're all people you want, but if they don't all get along, yeah. the experience is ruined. You've no, got to make I sure think, that yeah. the crew's going to all you, want I, to The hang. seating plan is important at any wedding. Yeah. So no, I get that, but... Yeah, you you presume that yeah. everyone would be like fascinated. Who'd be who'd be one other? Do you have one other? Um, Jonathan Thurston, Jonathan. your dad, Trump. You've got you. It's quite eclectic. Me, yeah, it's a big mix. Mm. And then maybe just to mix things up, um, Hitler, massively. Um, you gotta have a girl, I think. Yeah, that's what I think. No, of course you you want some female influence there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've um, got one token girl, which seems to be a theme. <laughs> is that a thing in society, is it? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, all my daughter, maybe. Oh, no, but then I feel bad that my dad only got to meet one of her oh. grandkids, so maybe uninvite her. It'd be nice to, I always think, like, nice to meet a great-great-grandmother or something. 
Yeah, possibly. Maybe. No, I've got it. Mm. Maybe it would be Ned Kelly. Mm. So then I could finally ask him, who is he related to? Because my family plays that. We're <laughs> oh, related, I'm related to Ned to Kelly as well. too. We must be related. So, so Everyone's then he related to Ned Kelly. Kelly. He, he wouldn't know. He can only go back the other way. No, I would show him. I'll be like, oh, all right, let's have a <laughs> look here. Recognise any of these guys? <laughs> yeah, he'd have his family tree. Yeah. We should really investigate so that we can put up online Ned Kelly's yeah, family, family tree, tree. So we can go draw yourself in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a t- there's a teacher, Robert Grayson, who got me into radio and was really kind to me at school when a lot of teachers hated me. Right. Is he still around? Is he the guy we spoke to? N- yeah. No, we haven't spoken to him. He passed away about 12 months ago mm. uh, and he was quite sick and I didn't know that he was sick until he passed away and I really wished I had had a chance to say thank you to him properly. Oh, so maybe that's that. nice. Mm, normally. What about you? Jim Carrey. Yep. Kermit the Frog. Cuts down on your They would get bill. along. They'd get along like a house on fire. Mm. Uh, Would you invite your dad? Yeah. Um, I think you would. You have to. I don't have to. It's his dinner party. Uh, William Shatner. (laughs) um, Gina Davis. And Lucille Ball. Not Betty White? I thought you would have said Betty White. Betty Betty White or um, the other one, B. Arthur. Yeah. Actually, scratch all that. All the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a dinner party. We're having cheesecake, talking about our problems. Something hilarious will happen. That's my four. B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Sophia. Nice. Mm. There you go. That'd be a great night. Well, I'll invite your dad to mine. Okay. As well. Mm. And then I'll ask a couple of questions. I don't think, because I think that would be too hard. And, you know, if, if, if it was, I just want my dad. Mm. No one else. Because yeah. I don't want to. Because imagine if your dad's passed away, you haven't seen him in that long run, and you've got to like entertain. There's no social, there, but there's no like, there's no <laughs> social obligations. It's just for your pure enjoyment. But then why so invite like, everybody else? Because you can talk to them as little or as most as you want. Like mm. it's a fantasy world. You're allowed yeah. to like go, hey. Just... I know it's a fantasy world. That's why I picked the Golden Girls. <laughs> 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 Which, All when right. you think about it, is your age now. <laughs> wow. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> It's is true. It, you that, always had this fantasy that they're older. You can't do that anymore because the Golden Girls back in the day are now. Yeah, they, it, they, fifty. They were still fifty when it started. Yeah. They were they were retirees. So it was I know that, thing. but I'm yeah. saying like one of them was in their forties. Hmm. Yeah. Was that was that wow at her comment or the wow of the realization that it's true? A little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is the people when they pass. So when someone passes away, yeah. When you invite them back to your dinner party, do they come back at the age that they died at or do they come back at a different age? I would imagine the age that they died at. Maybe they get to choose which form they take because obviously I imagine your dad wouldn't want to come back the last I reckon time. the age that they died How at. he was when he passed away. Being sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, all sickness is taken away. Mm. So they come back. Yeah, they, I wonder if they, like you get, you, they, maybe the soul chooses mm. what they die at. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Right. Well, uh, let's get into today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> you found something for us? Yeah, you brought something to the table. Right. I have. Mm. And I always wonder this, right? Mm. I am always encouraging my wife to wear colour. To wear he colour. loves it when she wears colour. Okay. She does wear colour, but he loves colour. I don't think I've like, ever seen her not in colour. She's very no, colourful. No, he looks, he, he wants like uh, Skittles. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Colour the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. You do. I get you that. Go, she looks beautiful. I get that. And she does wear colour. She wears a lot of it. <laughs> and he even says it to me as well. It's like, you, oh, I like you it. You wear colour. Yeah. Mm, when I do, he notices that. Oh, I like it when you wear a little bit of colour. That right. looks nice. I, I think I, I think <laughs> women, all the girls, the girls outside in the phone room included, when they wear colour, mm. you you all look very lovely. You pop. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you look you fe- look like you feel better, you're happier. <laughs> Your whole mood is, is different. I like to wear colour in the mornings because it's so dark and early, so I always like colour, but Tay's in all black today. She's very emo mood. Well, they say that um, wearing colour does improve your mood because if oh. you're wearing black, you want to stop a conversation, you're not open. Um, We're both head to toe in black. You're always in black. Mm-hmm. You, don't like, you don't like having conversations just randomly with people? Okay. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> this is what I was reading last night, right? Yeah. And this is what I was talking to you guys about this morning, is that they have actually done a scientific study, and it shows that wearing black can actually 
make you sadder. Now, we all know that, no, it that black is what you wear to a, a funeral, funeral. Yeah. unless they say, no, they were a colourful person, wear colour, it's what they would have wanted. Yeah, yeah. But then you still feel weird wearing canary yellow, yes. so you wear a black blazer or something. I have gone to a couple of funerals like that, and you just sit there in the car and you wait for other people to go in because you pray <laughs> that you did get the right memo and they want colour. Because if everyone is wearing black, and there's still some people that, yeah. you know, they're tradition, traditional, traditional, and you're going in there... yeah. Bright green, you're like, oh, please. Noted. Please. Tell Abby and Matt colours. <laughs> and everyone else. And everyone else. Black, black as night. Black does, it go as through night. The, does it go through the colour of the rainbow? Well, of what it actually. Because you're wearing brown today, so that's an interesting choice. No, but what are you feeling? I'm in between. You're yeah. in between. I feel, I'm, I'm feeling beige at the moment. <laughs> it's always what they say. I remember studying this at uni where yeah. they're like, if you are really down, mm. listening to music that is a little bit depressing is helpful because you think other people can think the same. Yes, right. But you yeah. should always do. They say about two tones happier. Right. So if you're really, really? upset and you try and listen to "Happy" by Pharrell Williams, you'll Won't go, work. "Damn you and yeah. your happiness!" Shut They're up so with your big hat. Different than me. Yeah. So it needs to be one tone higher. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. I want to tell you. And this is what they're saying for for Melbourne. You know, you go to Melbourne. There's lots of dark colours, right? And that's because generally. The, the sky is grey there, and yeah. it's terrible. So what they're saying is, is really, if you're in a place where... Um, like, and we're, we're having it here in mm. Brisbane at the moment. That's probably why I'm wearing black. We mm. shouldn't be wearing black. We should all be wearing the colours. brightest colours that we yeah. possibly can while yeah. the skies are grey because well, it will lift your mood. Can we do that you. tomorrow? Can we yeah. all commit that we're going to yeah. look like um, rainbow bright? Rainbow bright. Sure. Yeah, because you, you have many bright colours. You don't really I don't know do. If you, I've got a couple of Hawaiian shirts and stuff. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I sometimes colour it up. Um, but you don't. Yeah, it, in Scotland, you don't see much colour in the fashion because mm. it's it's dreary all the time. Yeah. I tell you what else I've just realised, and you wouldn't have thought so, but Steve Jobs must have been miserable his entire life. Yes. <laughs> and Johnny Cash, well, he was never really that cheery anyway. No, he went through a lot. He did go through a lot. He deserves to wear the black. Yeah. yeah. It's called dopamine dressing. Right. Yeah. So you've got to think of it like you're actually taking happy pills. Mm. Every time you put on something colourful, if you're feeling, you know, not great. Mm. Do you know the happiest person I know is my hubby, because he's married to me. I don't know. But he doesn't own any black mm. tops. He doesn't really wear any many clothes. He doesn't clothes. wear tops, no, does he? No. He's skin-toned <laughs> most of the time. That's true. Get yeah. your gear off. You'd be the happiest person on earth. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Our producers, they've just got into riddles because we're forcing them to. And riddles are so much fun when you know the answer. You go, oh, yeah, I know that one. But really, it's just that you've heard it before. Yeah. You guys have not been experienced with no. hearing riddles. So Ash and Taylor are here. I did say just before, if anyone wants to DM me a riddle, yeah. um, thank you to some who sent riddles and some who sort of sent jokes. Can uh, you guess what this picture is? Kurt, it's Kurt, not a riddle. Here, a riddle Kurt sent one. <laughs> what happens when you eat aluminium? Uh, what happens when you eat aluminium? You sheet metal. Ah, classic. Uh, that's a joke. That's not a riddle. That's what, boy, that's what I said to him. I was yeah. like, that's a really good joke. So, all right, we'll go with, a, we'll go with maybe um, some riddles. How's okay. that? Okay. okay. What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Glass. That's what I just thought to oh, you. Yeah, the first thing broke. came to your head. Mm. Okay. So fragile. But you say its name. Does glass break when you say glass? A sensitive person. <laughs> 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 but you, then you'd have to say sensitive person. No, you say their name. So then still doesn't. Yeah. Like Karen. A Karen would possibly cry if I said their name now because they've been such. Hard done by. Okay, a Karen okay. is not the answer. Okay. Uh, what is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? You know how you say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary in the mirror and a person's supposed to come out and get you? Candyman. Mm. I thought it was Candyman. Candyman. Oh, uh, okay. Bloody oh. Mary is another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's the younger version. They just updated it. <laughs> yeah. Candyman came back, didn't he? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, someone said his name. Not saying, the answer. Saying his name. Saying its name. Its mm. name. Saying its name. So this is a word. You say its word, and then it's it obviously what it is has then broken. Smash. I don't know. No, Taylor. One more guess. I just keep thinking of that quote: "Don't throw rocks in glass houses." People in glass houses mm. shouldn't throw stones. That's. that's <laughs> <all right. laughs> I hate it when you get the same wrong. Okay, I'll give you another one. That one was mm -hmm. silence. 
So say the riddle for them first. That and is then so fragile. Fra- what is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Yeah, right. Silence. Yeah, oh, I can see how. Oh, because you start yeah. talking. All right, yeah. yeah. One more, one Got more. It. Here we go. Okay. What can run but never walks, has a mouth but never talks, has a head but never weeps, has a bed but never sleeps? An emu. An- <laughs> what? An what emu. What do you mean? <laughs> Isn't there, like, emus can't. They can't walk. They only run. Mm. What? They can't walk backwards. But they sleep. They sleep. Maybe they just have naps. They don't have. have (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I I I love it. it. Do you know, Ash? I I love that you're really trying. I love the quickness of the the answer. Just emu. All right. Wait a minute. Let's listen to it again, and I'll I'll give it. What can run but never walks? What has a mouth but never talks? Has a head but never weeps? Has a bed? But never sleeps. Taylor, you, you want to have a I guess? I really tried to emphasise the you words there for you. What can run but never walks? I have another Yes, thought. okay, yes. come with you me. You know that joke, is your refrigerator running? Yes. Yep. So it. it could be like an appliance, something that runs. It is something that runs. And then it has a mouth. So like a body of water that yeah. has a mouth. Yes, yes. Like, yes. yes. Um, a, a, a river. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't know if we've made a big mistake, uh, Maddie, because mm-hmm. uh, in the studio here, I was pretty excited uh, about Kid Leroy. Yeah. Kid Leroy coming to Brisbane. I was uh-huh. like, I like him. I've heard his song. And I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's great. He's great. I love him. The kids love him. We sing him in the car. And we just go, what? he's coming. And I said, who wants to go? Mm-hmm. Do you want to take Rory? And you went, no way. And I said, Maddie, do you want to take Xander? And you went, sure. Yeah. And I was like, this is a big deal. So I bought the tickets, but mm. I didn't think about it till after. Like, this is their first Oof. concert. That's a big one. Now, you always remember your first concert. Remember your first. I was Snoop Dogg, Naughty by Nature, awesome gig. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was hardcore. Yeah. What was yours? Harry Connick Jr. That set you up on your life. And yours was? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Spice Girls tribute show at the local theatre in Gladstone. And that set you up for life. <laughs> She walked us right into that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I went to a really cool concert first. I've got a great topic, That's guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, I went to a cool concert, I'm cool for life. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just... And I know these two trolls. And, Maddie, you can go against it. You can... <laughs> these two goofballs is going to make them look stupid. 13, 10, 16. What was your first concert? Did it set you up for life? Mm-hmm. Or did it kind of ruin it? Like, if I went to Beyonce for my first one... You, you never get better. What about if you went to Pink for your first one? You're yeah. like, yeah. what do you mean? Do they not all do that? Yeah. They just Harry, why aren't you on the trapeze? Mm-hmm. My mate will never live his one, his first one down. Uh, and it came back to bite him just not, not that long ago. His first, his first concert, Chad, was Meatloaf with his mum. Well, his name was Chad, so... That sort of set him up for life. <laughs> but then, I when, asked then when he Finney... died, he got all these messages going... You must be devastated. Oh. <laughs> oh, at least he can play it for his funeral. Yeah. Uh, but I, I asked Finney what a concert was like, right? Because I was like, well, this is their first one and mm. this is a big deal. And he was talking to one of his friends, Charlie, and they're both 10 years of age. And he goes, I'm going to my first concert. And Charlie was going to his first concert as well. And he goes, what are you going to? And he goes, Guy Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And Finney goes, I'm going to Kid Leroy. And I was like, whoa, they're very... Different. So mm. I just wanted to know what Finney thought was a concert. This is it. What do you think a concert is? Where someone plays music and other people listen. And how much do you reckon a concert ticket is? A lot. I don't know. What's a lot? $200. And what else do you reckon people do at concerts? Go crazy. What do you mean crazy? Um, dance, scream, sing along. And what do you think about Kid Leroy as your first concert? Uh, I don't really have much thoughts about it. Should I not be taking you to someone that swears? No, no, it's your choice. And how is Xander and you going to dance? I'm just going to copy his moves. <laughs> Whatever he does, you're just going to copy? Yeah. We're taking them to Kid Lori at River Stage. Like, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. But be- no, I know! He won't do and the radio then, edit, you know. And then when we get back in the car, we go, now, just so you know, he's almost an adult, so he yeah. can do what he yeah. wants. <laughs> All right, this one song, guys, uh, you have a pass to sing along for uh, this one song. I'll be f- if you can be right. 
Yeah. <laughs> great. I can't wait. But did we just book someone that we want to go and see? 100%. You didn't even ask your kids. You were here when you made the no, decision. No, I said to them. Well, I was suggesting the Spice Girls tribute show for the boys, but you weren't into it. I'll go to that. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I got a ball. I got a ball. I got a ball. An election on May 21. This is a little bit hypocritical of us because we're part of the problem, not part of the solution. But uh, we are getting to the election time. It is on Saturday. Go down and vote and pick the new Prime Minister of Australia. And or keep it, the current one. Or keep the current one. Uh, and um, it's of, I think, this afternoon. It's end of day. Does that mean midnight? Or Close end of business, business day? Oh, right. so is that still 5pm? Yeah. Is when the blackout occurs for the uh, political advertisements. I was a bit annoyed with the blackout because mm. uh, you would say that you can't do any radio ads, you can't do any TV ads. Mm. I guess, do they have to rip down the billboards? Don't know. But you're still allowed to do on social media. Mm. Like, is the law not caught up? Nope. But no, I, it has not. Okay, so that you can still advertise online. Which is probably one of their biggest now. Is it online or you just can't advertise, you still can advertise on social media? Social media. You can't advertise on radio or television. But mm. online? Yeah. But on, on, like pop-up ads yep, are allowed? Yep, yep. You sure? Mm-hmm. Remember I'm getting the, the nod from the producer. The yeah. laws are mm-hmm. different. So we're governed by um, the commercial radio codes of practice and, yes. and stuff like that. So each medium sort of has its own mm. And its why own is there a blackout? See, that's something I don't know. Are you going to be that you don't want to be influenced just before, or you need to have thinking time? You need so to it's have thinking like time. in your little. Oh, <laughs> let me just think. Yeah, it's to keep it possibly fair. Well, there's nothing fair. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if one person's got more money, possibly. Like, yeah. 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 I guess so. What it is, though, I'm is saying a... that we're so easily influenced, aren't we? Well, we well, are. It's true. I do love a jingle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they they have gone above and beyond. Uh, this year, I think. I haven't noticed this many or this much you frequency. You last federal election. I know, but I think it's gotten worse. I uh, remember you saying the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was bad that time, but it's much worse this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, and we've, we've been playing them because, you know, if you pay us money, we'll play whatever ad we, you, you want us to play. Uh, That's not true. Sometimes we say no. Yeah, we've got morals. Uh, very <laughs> low. Yeah, you know, so they've, they've able to be stretched. Yeah. It's because yeah. we like a lot of things, yeah. guys. Yes. Um, but, uh, Obviously, this one is the classic that's been going around, and he's wishing that he didn't say these four words as many times as he did, Skomo. They were no. saying, why hmm. Why can't you open the states and let us travel between? And he goes, well, that's, well, that's not, not my, my job. job. That's yeah. up to the states. One of them was when he was giving a bonus to Australians, and he's like, and they're like, well, what do they have to spend it on? He goes, it's not my job to tell the Australians what to spend their money on. They can spend it on whatever yeah. they like. That's not my job. Yeah. But he didn't uh, really look into the future. And maybe hmm. on that Sunday, he can say, being the PM, that's well, not my job. <laughs> They're not the only ones, though. You yeah. know, there's um, all of the political parties have got them going. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, you only heard this one for the first time yesterday, I believe, Abs. The classic nursery rhyme that they've changed up to have a political bent. There's a hole in your budget, dear Labour, dear Labour. More taxes are coming, more taxes, more taxes. There's a hole in your budget, dear Labour, a hole... You were rude about this one. You said she doesn't have a good voice. I reckon it's beautiful. I, I actually think she's got a good voice, but they've told her to... She was trying her best. ...monotone it. There we go. And then there was the weirdest one. I don't know if you guys saw this one, where someone took the time to computer animate Albo as Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. Oh, is that computer animated? <laughs> <laughs> tricked me. <laughs> I thought it was actual footage. Yeah. And then they computer animated Clive pa- uh, Palmer to look big. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's talking to himself about taxes. It's just creepy and weird and gives you an icky feeling the whole way through. Taxes, yes. Taxes. We will tax all of them. But what if I stand for something? You stand for something? You're too weak. <laughs> it won't be easy under Albanese. Good rhyme. Great rhyme. That is good. But they're also like Gollum. It's a bit of an it's old not just reference. That. It's just the poor actor that's like, really? Three years of drama school for this? <laughs> for real? We no, don't I've... have to take the job, mate. <laughs> I'll, yeah. just, I'll just read the script. No, I do. Have you seen the arts over the last few <laughs> years? I have to read the script. It's a good point. There's a new Lord of the Rings series being made at the moment. He gets a phone call. <laughs> and they're like, are you that guy that does Gollum? He's like, yes, I am. <laughs> Would you like to do a political ad? 
sure. Yes, I will. Yeah, I hadn't heard this one, Maddie. You heard it. Uh, were you watching the project Sunday night on the project, and it went for about sixty-eight minutes? <laughs> no, how long did it actually go for? Like the entire commercial break, you were saying? Yeah, I reckon it went for three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Who's the uh, campaigner? Clive. Oh. Who I think we can safely assume has never gone for three minutes in his life. <laughs> And that's all it does? Pretty much. Wow. And this is B-roll of him of all the elections that he campaigned and lost. Right. It's a good time to watch us. TV tonight, then. It sounds like there's going to be no ads. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 19th of May, guys, $10,000. 10K a day is the prize. Your answers to make it easier are... For you tomorrow, your answers are... The letter is E, and speak the devil, M and M. If he can tear himself away from Abby's dinner party. Elephant <laughs> and earrings are your clues for tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This would probably freak you out more than anyone else, Maddie, because you've got a son who's 20 and he's out at, you know, bars and clubs. But there was a security, a group of security guards down on the Gold Coast um, and the video went viral yesterday. They were working at the Grand Hotel and no one's pressed charges. Right. But someone else was filming it, a bit of an altercation with two people. I don't know if they're intoxicated. It's 11 p.m. at night. Maybe mm-hmm. they were, but they Possible. were talking to a, a group of three security guards. Uh, they were kind of in their face with it. The security guard, uh, by this all accounts, looks agitated. Something's happened. He's pushed them down the stairs. Mm. They've come back up and he's pushed them again. Mm. And it freaks me out. Because I don't know how much training security guards are supposed to do, but mm. I've worked at so many clubs, and I go, all you're dealing with is drunk people. Drunk idiots. You're not going to deal with people that are in their... No, <laughs> you know, doing every, the right thing. Well, it's different, you know. I've worked mm. in retail, and that's a different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different yeah. person that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, that's someone who wants to bring back a dress. Yeah. I rate, but very different. Yeah, you've got Karens or drunk Karens. I know which one I take. Yeah, I was a door girl. Girl. Uh, so he used to have to deal with a lot of people and go, hey, mate, no, not tonight. No, you can't come in tonight. Mm. And you say it 40 times, but it's your job to keep calm. It's like people working in customer service. If you don't like dealing with customers, get out of it. Like that mm-hmm. is, That's the job. Mm-hmm. What's shocking about the footage is it's a man and a woman, and first up, the woman gets absolutely just slaughtered down the stairs. Hmm. Push back. And can we say these are concrete stairs? Yeah. So if they had fallen... The wrong and way. you just know that... It's, yep. We're talking about coward punches. Mm. That's exactly the same thing. If they're falling back, it it's was. 100% the same thing. It was. And then the boyfriend sort of... he It looks like he went to sort of go the security guard, but then he stopped and held himself. Mm. So the another security guard then pushes him down. Oh, yeah, see, I thought the other security guard was going to be like... Hey, hey, mate, mate calm you, down. You step back. That we do, too much, do that. But that's not what we're like. But no yet. one pulls mm. him up on it. And mm. I just go, how much training do they have to do? Because mm. I would say that security guards probably have a more hectic job than sometimes police. Yeah. Mm. You know, because that's all they're, they're dealing with. You'd think that you need to do so much training on how to deal with people. Yeah. Otherwise, you shouldn't be in the job. If you're like, oh, my God, I can't handle. Well, hang on. Annoying. I mean, if, if, if training isn't required, then you don't need to have training to do the job. I don't know if there is training required. Do you know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if you, you can have just to be training up. to be a security guard, right? I don't know. To get your license? I don't know if yeah. I've ever even met a security You'd have to get guard. your license? You have You've to be licensed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, 131060, if there's any um, security guards listening who would know. It's a hard job. It's a really hard it's job. It's a really hard job. And I'll say that so many um, security guys that I was working, I'm not saying these guys, but I'm saying when I was young, mm. a lot of them were in the, the, at in the gym. The, yeah. Taking steroids. Right. That, that were the people that I worked with, and you just go, I don't think that they were suitable to work at the door. Do you think there was a percentage of people back then, might be still now, that get into the job because, because they want to they want to fight, yeah. want to have a reason to fight, and that's yeah. a good way to get out your aggression? And there you... was an instance where there was an investigation because the security at the time knew where there were uh, no cameras mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. to get into a fight with a, a group right. of guys, and it was really shocking. Like, it went through the courts. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm always very polite to them for the obvious reason uh, that they're normally huge, but it, it, <laughs> but I am I like to be polite to them. You say that, wait, but how are you? When, you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying that there could be instances when you go past a point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been ejected from a place, though. So. 
just I know that's astounding. <laughs> no, you're quite you're quite respectful when mm. you're drinking. Mm. Um, Bob's on now. You were a security guard, Bob. Yes, that's correct. I was a security security guard um, over ten years, mm-hmm. and I believe that like the attitude what they I saw that on a video is 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 really poor conductive stuff, and they don't teach you that to be that as a security guard. No. You've got to, also have a duty of care and protect them as well. Yeah. Because that's what I thought it was, because I was under the, like, we had to just do training when we were working at it, and it was about, like, you know, even if two people were getting in a fight, we had to keep one in the nightclub mm-hmm. while the other one had to yep. be escorted out to a safe place. And that is your duty of care, so they're yeah. not both outside fighting in an altercation. Mm. So that's why I was a bit, a bit surprised with this. How much training would you say that you did, Bob? Look, we did about, in the old days, we did at least three to four weeks and it was all having difficult conversations was one of the uh, was one of the subjects. Yeah, you know, challenging subjects. And then it wasn't all about kicking and pushing. It was about um, holding and separating and immobilizing and 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 demobile and demobilize the whole thing. Mm. And and I reckon in the last few years, all these so-called security companies come up and train you, and they don't do any of that. Right, nothing. Would you say, Bob, that um, also, like, you see female security guards and people go, oh, what are they going to do? But do you find that they're very good at the verbal part of it, having those difficult conversations? They are very good at removing and descaling episodes. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have a fight with a man than an argument with a woman. (laughs) Uh, Not where I'm from. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, it's all, really, when you think about it, security card is all about keeping calm under pressure. Yeah. That's right, and it's the correct training, um, and and see where he got his license from, and then and then target that company to find out, hey, what sort of actually training do you do? Mm. You know, are you are you ticking a flicker? Um, or are you encouraging are you encouraging violence, which mm. we don't want to do in this, especially in this time. You don't kick a woman down the stairs. No, no. Mm. absolutely. Mm. Well, thanks for calling, uh, Bob. There was in security for ten years at Stav, Abby, and Matt. Uh, we will get the the footage up on our Instagram as well. Um, just a, a warning: it is quite distressing. Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Living in interesting times, where things that used to be taken for granted that probably. Technically socially unacceptable, but everyone just went, eh, whatever. We're sort of trying to fix them. You know, equality, uh, same pay, body image issues, and we're trying our best, but we are still continually getting it wrong as we muddle our way through this uncharted territory that we're in at the moment. And my about wokeness or just... Well, yeah, you know, well, just everything getting, you know, everyone having the same rights, you don't... You, there's words we can't say anymore, you know, all that stuff that's trying to make humanity and society better. But we don't get it right every time, first time, because we don't know what we're doing. Uh, and Maya's come under fire for something. They've got a new ad uh, for their underwear range, and um, they put it online, and oh, it probably took about a minute before everyone went, uh, Maya, you know, see what you've done there? And I've got the photos for you. I don't know if you guys have seen these. So I'll give them to you. Turn them over now and see if you can work out what's wrong with the picture. So it's the women and the men's underwear, and the women up top. Explain what the women look like for me. So uh, I'm going to guess the issue is that there's, uh, I don't know, what is it? So are all the men buff? Yeah. They shouldn't be buff? All uh. the men are completely, but the women are body what? different. There's a sort of normal-sized uh, model than what you would expect, and then there's well, yeah, that's the, because your bigger she's, ladies. Well, that's because she's advertising shapewear, and mm. you're not going to put a size 6 in shapewear. Well, no, they've actually done this. this is they're, they're doing, they've done a uh, body diversity campaign. They've just forgotten to do the men. I think they're diverse in nationalities, which is wonderful. But see, this is the issue I have. And I've mentioned this to my wife and a few of her friends before, because that is the image of the men underneath there is the sort of general consensus for what men look like in society. And I don't know about you, Maddie. You guys don't look like that underneath? Exactly. I have never had a six-pack. Ed Cavalier does. Well, that's another issue. (laughs) I've never had a six-pack in my life. And can I tell you that I, looking at these guys... The unattainableness of that image is is startling because I know with the ten weeks training I did for the boxing and the upkeep I'm doing uh, at the moment where I'm training twice a day, I'm looking the best I've ever looked in my life, and I'm still 
nowhere near that. And what I would need to do to get to that would require a part-time job uh, to give me more time to hit the gym. And it's something that we don't talk about very often because all the women up top would have looked like the guys down below partners. And now we've got that, which is great. It's great for women's body. It's great for their body issues. But I think we do have to start thinking about the men as well because... You're right. I mean, I saw Ed Cavalier. I stopped dead in my tracks at the newsagents when I saw that and went, oh, my God, look at him. And but that's that fine. Is... That's him. That's mm. what I was saying. We don't compare mm. with other people. And I think that there's – do you know what I mean? Like, that's like good for Ed Cavalier. You can't mm. go, oh, oh don't, no, no, no. don't put stuff like that on. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But it's <laughs> yeah. a, if, if you're going to do – if you're going to be equals for the, the females so they get rid of their body issues, shouldn't you do the same for the men? You don't think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I um, – I think they all look great. I don't really. You don't. Yeah. Honest yeah. question. You don't see an issue with the men underneath. Uh well, because normally would like to see some normal looking guys. Well, normally I do buy. I shop from there quite a bit, mm. and normally they do have body from all different ranges. The problem is with a lot of these men campaigns is that Bonds model is the face of Bonds model. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So there are a few that are linked. Cody Simpson's Cody Simpson is Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a... None of these have campaigns up the top. The females don't. Right. That's the issue. Right. So maybe they need different um, models. Maybe I'm just so up and myself. And Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein is known for always having someone with a package. That's always what they've done throughout their whole time. So maybe they should be more diverse. But that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, all, that's all I'm looking at. If I'm honest with you, I'm going, which one am I? But, then again, <laughs> but even that is an issue, isn't it? Yeah. Then? If you're saying all these guys are the face of these campaigns and they're all buff and have six Yes, I agree. So there stuff. needs to be a man that will put his hand up and say, I'm small and I want to be for Calvin Klein. Uh, I did feel sorry for the guy because Maya went, oh, no, look, guys, guys, we've got another one coming out in two weeks and we've got this dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I think I wonder if they have research though that shows that men don't care as much. They don't, but there are certain people that still have body images, body issues, and I would say that it's it's a different percentage. But that's mm. only because we are bombarded with the the images, and females are more likely to have eating disorders. Does exist though, mm. and they're saying that a lot of men's issues are to do with um, steroid use and muscle bulking. It's still a different gym. percentage, but it's still there. Mm. Do you know? And you say openly that you've had an issue with it, yep. which is why you'd be so offended by it. I'm offended. I just think it's if you're going to change one, you should change both. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this is a common thing. And now it's time for one... me and Maddie to put our hands up as <laughs> male models. And how far will it get though if we start to look at all advertising and it is all people who you would consider? Larger, like does the biggest, it get to well, the point where see, we don't the thing have skinny I, people? I get really mm. uptight about it because I've always done a lot of work with eating disorders because I've been in and out of different eating disorder clinics. I've had therapy for so many years about it, and I remember talking about how how do we take advertising for what it is? Mm. So I'm never going to be a basketballer. A basketballer will generally have height. Mm-hmm. That is their occupation. Mm-hmm. So if a model. It's their occupation. Mm. We need to make sure that, of course, they should reflect what our society is. But we need to have a way of going, that's their job. I'm not going to compare myself to it. Like one of those little things down the bottom of the photo, you know, when they go, this person is a paid actor. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) This this person gets paid to look like this. But I'm saying, like, I do think in, you know, in acting, I do think, you know, when we're watching TV shows, it needs to reflect what our society is. And I strongly believe in that. Mm. But we also need to make sure that we are telling our kids, hey, guys, just so you know, Mm. this isn't advertising. Mm -hmm. Advertising are trying to to make you feel bad. It's generally what they do. It's it's fear. Mm. They're telling you that you're inadequate. There is lighting there. Mm-hmm. That person will have different things. And maybe we'll get to a one day where advertising doesn't have photoshopping. But mm-hmm. it's trying to give you an ideal. It's not realistic. And that's yeah. what I try and teach my kids. Mm. Where you go and buy a burger. It doesn't look like it does on the poster. <laughs> yes, no. You know, we need to, to <clears throat> separate ourselves yeah. and go, yeah. this is advertising. This is a company that's trying to make money. Mm. So they're trying to make it ideal. They're not trying to make you feel good good about your body. Yeah, you're right there too, because if I bought that underwear, he'd look like the Whopper at Hungry Jack's. I'd look like it in my car <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> Let's play Alpha Bucks, guys. 13 to Whopper at Hungry Jack's. I'd look like it in my car <laughs> on the way home. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Just going to do it one last time. What's the worst that could happen? One last time. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. When did you say, oh, just one last time and something bad happened? Because I, think, I think every time you say that, something bad happens. Oh, just one last time. I always say that with the kids. Like, yeah. yeah, you can keep playing just one last time going down the slide and then something happens and you end ah. up in hospital and mm. you're like, no. But my brother is uh, in a hospital at the moment in Darwin. He's still trying to get antibiotics, trying to get rid of the infection. Because he went to Bali um, on a surfing trip and he, uh, he was out on the wave 
and he said goodbye to his friend. Now, this is they're, they're from a different planet, okay? Because mm. his friend lives in WA and he lives up in the Northern Territory. And they both went to Bali together and said goodbye to each other out in the ocean. Out the back. So it's like, you, you're going back. Yeah, no worries. You're going back. Thanks for a great trip. I'm going to go in. So he had one last wave. He's like, I'm going to do one last wave. So not at the airport? Didn't they go to the airport no, together? No. Because, no. That's weird. Well, they wouldn't be catching the same plane. Well, yeah, but you'd still... Once you meet my brother, you'll understand. Okay. He's a... Oh, yeah. She'll be right. Yeah. So he decided, and he, he's one of those people that decided to do, like, what's when you do the ultimate fighting? Uh, UFC. UFC. Yeah, he's like, yeah, cage I might just do some cage fighting. Yeah. So MMA. then just trained, yeah, and then just mm-hmm. went out and did some cage fighting and won that and goes, all right, I might try something else. He's just a little bit different. But he said goodbye to his friend, and as he was coming in, apparently he might have been catching a wave, one last wave to come in, mm. got washed up on the reef, injured so badly. So someone had to go out and said to his mate out in the ocean as they're just catching a wave, going... Is that your friend? Like, you might have to go. He's really hurt himself. He goes, nah, it's not my friend. He's already gone. He <laughs> goes, nah, I'm pretty sure it was. He was going in to catch a wave. So he's damaged himself. Apparently he's going washed up on the reef pretty bad. Cut his knee open. Ah. Hurt his shoulder. Uh. Uh, thought, mm. all right, I need to get back into Darwin. Uh, I'll go for lunch with another mate. <laughs> Went out for lunch and the guy goes, mate, you're bleeding so badly, we're going to have to stitch it up. So they went somewhere to stitch it up just so he could get on a flight. When he got to the flight, they were like, this is really bad. Are you all right to fly? He goes, yeah, she'll be all right. Wasn't all right. Got really sick on the plane. Had to get an ambulance to the hospital, emergency surgery. Who stitched it? Darwin. Oh, no, in Bali? His, his yeah. Don't I? No, there's someone in a oh, got someone. Bali place where he goes, hindsight, I shouldn't have got it stitched up. Oh, God. So then they had to open it all up, scrape it all out. Yeah. Got an infection. Awful. I said 40 stitches. Apparently I was lying. It's only 35. So that's oh, good. calm down. <laughs> God, you run around this place yesterday like a headless chicken. 35. Calm down. <laughs> wow. I just want to know, what are those times, you know, when you go, oh, la, one last time. You must do it with mountain bike riding. Because I reckon it's always when you go, yeah. one last time, let's just go home. Yeah. Yep. Go hard, go home. Yeah. A mate of mine knocked himself out cold and had to get an ambulance in the middle of the bush from one last time. Mm. And so now we have a rule at, the, at, at a ride when someone goes, are we going or staying? Um, you say, we're going to stay for a bit. But if someone says one last time... We go. Yeah. We're like, nah, you, you've yeah. jinxed it. Can mm. you even go like, um, all right, this is the second last ride, <laughs> knowing that it's the last. But <laughs> yeah. you go, this is the second last one. I yeah. should do you go, that. You know what? Nah, I'm done. You know what? I should yeah. do that win. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm just going to get the second to last round of drinks. Nah. <laughs> 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 you should never go, hey, guys, this is our last round. Yeah. Let's go. Never. Let's go. That's true. Well, 13, 10, 60, uh, what happened when you said... On last, last time. time. But one more. Mm-hmm. Let's go one more. You know? It could be drinks. Could be... Injuries. Yeah. I always wonder, wheeze at your last... <laughs> <laughs> one last time and you get triplets. That happened to the guy I work Happens with. Happens a lot. Remember, we weren't allowed he to talk to him. It's a radio station that I used to work at. And he had... He had... Was three four kids? No, he had four, four? kids. Or yeah. oh, three kids. Three, three kids. kids. And his wife said, one last more. I want four, right? This is not a joke. Yeah. The boss actually said, hey, guys, we just need to be really um, really mindful. He's going through a lot at the moment. He was a tech. And we're like, oh. And they're like, he's having another baby, but he's really struggling with it. Apparently, they just bought another car to fit four kids in. He had, <laughs> he had triplets, naturally. They had to call him in, give him a pay rise. Everyone had to go, like, it's going to be okay. And he was... <laughs> I don't know if it is. Like, he was just, he was in shock. No one called the wife. (laughs) (laughs) See how she was checking. One last baby. One last baby. I called her. I went, he's not really good. Uh, (laughs) With her Yeah. Uh, Okay, Sierra, have you got a a one last time story? I certainly do. I was skiing in Canada. Lovely. um, And it was getting down to minus 37 degrees, which is when they shut off all the lifts. Right. Wow. Um, and so my friend and I were like, well, let's just go down the terrain park one more time so we can film it because my husband didn't come out with us that day. Right. And we'd been doing all these sick jumps all day. So I wanted to show him how awesome I was. Yeah, sick jumps. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I mislanded the second jump. Yep. And I ended up breaking my back and shattering Yay. my wrist into a thousand little pieces. Oh. oh, my gosh. Like learning how to walk again kind of thing, Sierra, or...? I, I was really lucky. So I broke uh, my T11 and T12 vertebrae, mm-hmm. um, but 
I still had full movement of everything. So I, guess I was in a lot of pain, but I was very lucky I wasn't paralysed. Wow. Yeah. And the, the big question here, though, is, Sierra, what did your husband think of the footage? Uh, well, that's the thing. She missed it all. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> she went so far down the hill that um, I, it was my second jump, so she missed everything. And oh. when she finally came into the room waiting for the ambulance, and she's like, are you okay? The first thing I said to her was, did you get it on film? Because ah. it would have been the best. Ever, and she it all. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know uh, that feeling. Anything happens on radio, yeah. people come over and go, Are you okay? Like, don't stop filming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Good sorry, on Sierra. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This started as a joke and it's going to continue until you guys get six. Out of six, uh-huh. and that is because I give uh, three audio grabs of a story from around the world. You have to see if you can guess what the story's about and what language. It doesn't help that you guys have only really been to English-speaking countries. That's not true. I've been to Melbourne. Lordy, don't you? Grouse. Coffee lover, do you? Okay. I had a stopover in South Korea. Oh, did you? Did you? When? When we went to overseas, went to America, stopped off there. Via South Korea. So, are you yeah. sure? Didn't you mean Singapore? You stopped at Singapore. No. Either way, there was someone... You did tell me you stopped at Singapore. Well, I have stopped at Singapore on previous travels. That okay. airport is amazing. So oh. if we've got Singapore and South Korea, lock it in. Okay. All right, here's the first one. 13 Jahre ist es her, dass der erste Avatar-Film in die Kinos kommt. Schnell ist klar, dass es eine Fortsetzung geben soll. Doch auf weitere Informationen müssen die Fans lange Zeit warten. Easy one, guys. Back it in. Sab, you go. This is yours. Come okay, on. it's German, and they're talking about the new Avatar film. Boom! Whoa! <laughs> Did you not hear Avatar? No. And then there was a quite German <laughs> vibe. Vibe. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. I didn't hear any. It's wow, about, it's about, uh, it's about <laughs> humans trying to take over another population's planet. So the Germans love it. <laughs> you could have just shut up with guessing correctly. Good talk. Okay. Next one. Meidengroep Little Mix gaan voorlopig uit elkaar. De drie dames nemen na tien jaar voor onbepaalde tijd een pauze. What's, I heard little, the band Little, little Mix. Mix. Yeah, yes. what is Little Mix done? <sighs> They're still continuing on after losing a band member. They are, but that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, Who dropped out of Little Mix? No, one of them passed away. No, that was a different band. Was no, it? that was GRL. GRL. Um, your I, cold heart thing. Mm, yeah. yeah. I thought um, that was Little Mix. No, no, not Little Mix. They sound similar. No, uh, can we don't. hear it again? Yeah. Meidengroep Little Mix gaan voorlopig uit elkaar. De drie dames nemen na tien jaar voor onbepaalde tijd een pauze. Apartheid I heard too, so something about racism. <laughs> Maybe uh, they've done... Something for Ukraine or Maybe. something? I just saw them on Celebrity Gogglebox UK, but I don't really? think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say L- Little Mix have won an award. Okay. And what's the language? Language. Meidengroep Little Mix gaan voorlopig uit elkaar. De drie dames nemen na tien jaar voor onbepaalde tijd een pauze. It almost sounds German too. You wouldn't do that to us though. I know, that's what I'm thinking. Hungarian? Hungarian? No. No. German then. Dutch. See? Oh, See? Like you gotta, yeah, but it's still, you can't say, do you speak German or do you speak Dutch? It's two different languages, yeah, okay? okay? We need what to accept that. What was the story that. about? Uh, Little Mix. Uh, did you not hear that they've finished? They broke up. They did their um, last tour and they right. said, no, we're all going separate ways. They're going to focus on their solo career, but they have reassured fans that, don't worry, we've already organised a reunion show, which you cannot do. You can't do that. You can't no. say we're, we're finishing, <laughs> but we're going to do a reunion yeah. show. No. Hey, I'm retiring. There's no demand for that. And then I'm going to be doing a comeback show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, let's just do this for fun since you haven't got it all right. All I right. might even open this up to the phone soon so that you guys can get a little bit of backup. Okay. So you've got to have people out there that can talk the language for all you. Right. Uh, here we go. Right. Este lunes, Grupo McDonald's anunció su salida del mercado ruso y el inicio de un proceso para vender el negocio en todo el país tras 30 años de actividad. We were talking about this yesterday. I know the story. You do? Come on. So McDonald's have said that they're bailing out of Russia and they're going to close all their stores. Yes, they are. Forever. Yes, they we, temporarily closed 850 of them um, in March, but now they're like, no, 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 we're, we're done. We're would, done. Would I like it that they said the, they're de-arching. 
De-arching. Uh, de-arching. It's like uh, we're consciously uncoupling. <laughs> we are consciously. <laughs> I don't know the language. De-arching. Yeah, you do. Este lunes, Grupo McDonald's anunció su salida del mercado ruso y el inicio de un proceso para vender el negocio en todo el país tras 30 años de actividad. I'll give you a clue. It's my favorite language. Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. I'll give you the story and, you know, well, we were, um, the language. You got five from six. Uh, you didn't get no, the story, get the story right. 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 Yeah, All right. yeah. All right. But, you know, four out of six, that's not too bad. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I'm only going to share this because it makes the tennis coach feel really bad, and I really like that. <laughs> because uh, my son's tennis coach, he's so nice. Mm. He's so dedicated, and my son loves him so much. Uh, but you know how I'm the professional ball girl? Yes. When I go for his class, I thought that I would just sit down and watch on my phone, but no, I need to pick up the balls. Yeah. And sometimes I get a little bit bored, so I walk around on my phone, mm-hmm. picking up the balls with one of those ball picker-uppers thing. And uh, then my son was like, oh, my God, did you see that? And I went, what? And he goes, did you, did you miss that? Why aren't you watching? And I went, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and just as a joke, my son's coach decided to get the ball and slam it, and he was supposed to hit it just over my head. Oh, God. <laughs> and he just went, boom, <laughs> straight on my head. Uh, uh. He comes over and goes, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't mind. <laughs> and he goes, see, teach you to <laughs> Did you ha- cry? Did, you know, and yeah, it's something it hurts hurt. and you hold in the no, tears? No, that's what I was saying. It didn't hurt that, so maybe he hasn't got that good a swing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Rematch. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I, if you had to put a number on the amount of times in a show I blow my nose, mm. like what number would you say? Nine. Not too bad, I didn't think today, or am I just immune to it? I do say in the morning, when you come it. in, what do I always say? She yells out, Marco, because I'm I'm cough. I usually cough. And then he coughs, because yeah. I always know when he's come into the office. So, um, yeah, I'm an allergy kid, that's mm. why it works. So, I blow my nose quite regularly, and at the moment, I have the sorest blind pimple on my right nostril. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. And it is like... Do I not blow my nose and put up with that, or do I just go in for it and just have that ten seconds of pain while I blow well, away? It won't come out, out. I don't think, will it? No, mm. but it's like I can tell that it's not going to turn into an actual. You know, when you know you've got a blind pimple and you're like, it's going to be blind for life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's going to. I live with this now. I live with this, and it's probably going to be a fortnight or something. Mm. My producer said probably an ingrown hair. Yeah, I've had they... them ingrown hairs in so my I nose. Put like yeah. a hot flannel on it. Oh, yeah? Flannel. I haven't heard that word for years. You see all those things online that they'll drag it out. Yeah. But it's ouchy. Like, because you can't even see anything. No. There's a little red blemish. Yeah. Anyway. It's like hell in there. Nightmare. (laughs) Thanks. But no thanks. This one's going to hurt you, Maddie. It's going to hurt you bad. And I apologise in advance. The Don't best, say it then. The best kind of apologising. Uh, because I am I am bad with my fuel light. I do like to drive my Suzuki until the fuel light goes bing. And then I like to just see how far I can push that it's bad boy. good for the tank, apparently. No, it cleans it all out. Gets rid of all the gunk mm. down the bottom. <laughs> it's like airing out the mould. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so I was driving and I realised, oh, I actually need fuel. Like, need fuel. So next place I, I find I'm going to have to stop. So I went in. I couldn't afford to. I know you'd be on an app going, where's the cheapest, where's the cheapest? I was like, got to get to, I'll just roll into this one. And then I'm filling up and I realise I am paying $2.50. Where were you, Mr. Barden? In Barden? I was in the Logan Hyperdome. That's one of the cheapest down there there is. She must have been to the exact opposite. (laughs) (laughs) They saw me coming. Yeah. 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 Two. 50, but I, I, I got him back. I got him back. I only put in 50, so it was the same. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Staff, Abby, and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B105.